Hey, my favorite people, thanks for tuning in. Let's get right to it. One of my triplet sister's pet peeves is when influencers or anybody rearranges their bookshelf to be color coordinated. I don't know if it needs to be alphabetical. I don't know what her deal is, but she thinks it is extremely stupid to have people's bookshelves be color coordinated. So guess what I did? Last night at 10.30, I was like, fuck it, I need to rearrange my bookshelf. She said my bookshelf gave her anxiety because of the way it was, because it was all over the place. When she said that she hated influencers doing that, I was like, well, guess what this fucking influencer is doing? <laughs> so my brother and I changed it last night and I invited her to come over. So I'm gonna update you guys on her reaction because you guys all know how much I love to secretly record her. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to troll her and it's fun. It's harmless. It's harmless little things like rearranging my bookshelf <laughs> or laughing at her when she cries from reading books. Uh, I love her so much. Okay, nerds, it's update time. Before I start with that story, I have photos on the Nerds Regina's secret Instagram account that I'll put a link to and it's called the Council of Alrond. And I will post photos of before and after me organizing the bookshelf to freak my sister out. But here's the update on what happened. I had my sister come over to check out my bookshelf. We were playing a card game this evening, so she was going to come over. I recorded her <laughs> reaction. If it's too hard to hear the recording of my sister, I do make YouTube videos with captions on all the videos so you guys can listen easier and hopefully that will help. I'll put the link at the bottom, but it's just nurse vaginas at YouTube. Okay, so here's the recording <laughs> I took of my sister. I have something to show you. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Go look at my bookshelf. You fucking color coded. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Did you? You fucking bitch. <laughs> Thank you so much. Why? Does it make you feel better? I just did it at 10 o'clock at night to piss you off, to be honest. <laughs> so fucking annoying. You said that it originally gave you anxiety, so I thought this Not would that help. It gives me anxiety. It makes me fucking annoyed. It's just an annoyance that people do this. Why? Because when you have a fucking series, I don't have, have any series. I know, I know. In your case, you don't. But to have one book over there and another one over there in a series, do they have different color books? Yes, all the time, all the fucking time. She's losing her shit. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay, that was my opening. Hope you guys enjoyed me recording my sister as much as I do because this is like going to be a whole running joke through my entire podcast. <laughs> the day she finds out, she's going to be so fucking pissed. Yeah, that's it. She's going to be so fucking pissed. I'm so scared. It's so funny though. Like, clearly we read two different things. Like she's more into sci-fi and trilogies and I'm all about old Hollywood and biographies. I, I, I don't have any series books except for Lord of the Rings. <laughs> she was just freaking out over nothing. I wanted to see her bookshelf, but she just moved. So everything's all out of place. So I don't know what she was expecting my bookshelf to look like. I mean, my dad and I are in a book club together. It's me and him trading books and they're all biographies. Every single one. And like I said before, I'll put photos on the secret Instagram account. <laughs> Because it's funny. I mean, it kind of looks a little better. It looks more organized, I guess. I don't know why other people do it. I mean, I guess it's like aesthetic look that people go for. 
I mean, I mainly did it just to piss my sister off. No regrets because it was worth it. It took quite a while to do because I had to take all the books down and be careful with them because some of them are really old. Anyways, I think this is a good time to play my theme music. Hit it. If you haven't been listening to the podcast, totally cool. I'm just going to catch you up to date. My Facebook page was deleted. And if you have been listening to the podcast, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, I've been taking screenshots every time I get into Facebook jail because this is what happened last time. I became more prepared. I got in contact with my lawyer and he messaged me back. I told him the situation. He's like, I'm so sorry, send me the screenshots. And all the screenshots were mainly from 2019 and 2017. Those were the photos that I guess were going against guidelines. I'm gonna read a couple of them to you in a second, but it's just insane that I was getting in trouble for memes from years ago. And it just pisses me off. It's not fair for me to be silenced because of a silly meme. This meme is from 2019 that got me into trouble. And it says, advice from true friends. And it's a text message between two friends. And it says, I miss him. And then the other person replies, fuck that asshole, stab him. I'll bail you out of jail. And that went against community standards on violence and incitement. This photo is from 2017. It says, I really wanna kiss you and be playful. Go on stupid dates and fall asleep in your arms but then sometimes I wanna set you on fire and throw you into oncoming traffic, so I don't know. And that went against guidelines too. Everything just goes against guidelines. I don't even mean to. This is just what keeps happening. This is ridiculous. None of these photos are from present. They're all years ago. It just doesn't make sense to me. My brother and sister-in-law were like, you need to just not put money into Facebook to get it back and just let it go. I, I don't think I can do that. I, I am having trouble letting go. They said to let go last time and that was 2016. They think that I'm wasting my money. Well, your guys' money. Sorry, that, that was what the pause was for. I was like, fuck, which you guys know, I already feel super guilty about it. Like, I'm having trouble paying for the lawyer, so if you want to check out my GoFund, I'll put a link at the bottom. Please just help me. You listening is helping me too, so please don't feel guilty. I'm just asking for help because I need it. <laughs> okay, they just think it's a waste of time and to find a new platform. And I want to agree with them. I don't want to give up on 4 million followers that I had. I mean, at one point I was having a view of 80 million a month. And then I kept getting in trouble and then it went down to seven. Like, I don't remember the numbers. I just remember it being 80 million and then it went down to like seven or something. And it was a huge fucking change. I just think this is so silly. Like the people who have been getting silenced is Andrew Tate, who's a gigantic piece of shit. And then Nerds of Vaginas. And I don't even spew hate speech. That's his entire thing is to be misogynistic as fuck. I don't understand the algorithm. All I know is it fucking hates me and I hate it back. But if you guys don't know who Andrew Tate is, look him up because I went down like the rabbit hole of him and it was insane. Like he has an academy where people have paid thousands of dollars to become an asshole like him. And 
do I need to start an academy where people need to be like neurotic like me? <laughs> Just come together and we all do yoga and try to relax and have panic attacks together. It was like this whole big pyramid scheme that, which I'm pretty sure got shut down, but thousands of people were paying for it. And I, I can't remember how much it was. It's called Hustlers University. <laughs> and then for $50, they can choose whatever school. Like, I don't know. I just, I'm just glad it got taken down and that he got silenced. He deserves to get silenced, not me. He's the one actually spewing hate. I feel silly that I'm comparing myself to Andrew Tate right now. He's a pig. Okay, enough about Andrew Tate. Let's talk about my roommate who just moved out. My, my roommate moved out yesterday and it was pretty devastating. He was my best friend from high school and his fiance and him moved in. He at one point lived with my brother and my, tri my triple brother and sister up in Tahoe. And I'm, I'm gonna miss him. It was nice having them around and their dog Storm. She was my first guest on the podcast. <laughs> I asked him to come on my podcast, my best friend who's moving out, who I went to high school with, we went to Calabasas High. And when we had a goodbye party, I had a couple people over from Calabasas High who I knew and I knew all these people from third grade. Anyways, we were chatting and I was like, I need you to come on the podcast so we can talk about stories because the things that we were talking about, I was like, this is, this is fucking hilarious. So he said when he moves and he gets settled in, he'll come on the podcast and we'll shoot the shit. Yeah. So I got some really good fucking stories to share. Anyways, that's why I was really excited. I guess yesterday, our neighbor, I call him Mr. Mayor, and so does everyone in my family. We call him Mr. Mayor because he knows everybody's business and talks to everybody and like several block radius. He knows everybody and everybody's fucking business. So Mr. Mayor saw my roommate, who is a mechanic, fixing up his car for the last several days. He says, I'm getting old. I can't really bend down my knees. Can you come over and fix my car? Because apparently he can't go find an actual mechanic. He had to come up to my roommate. And my roommate's like, yeah, absolutely. You know, in like two weeks when I'm done fixing this car up, I'll come help your car. Uh, that fucker didn't tell him he was leaving town and I'm going to get stuck in this situation. <laughs> Be like, yeah, we didn't like you. So we lied to you. Well, not me. He did. I... <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. So Mr. Mayor is going to come around one day asking about this. And I'm just going to have to be like, uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he left. He went to Washington. But we, we don't like him because he threatened to call the cops on us a couple years ago because he thought we were doing fireworks too loud. We were doing fireworks in our backyard, but like, legal ones that weren't really big. Our neighbor two houses down was doing the big ones and he could not see the neighbor. So he thought it was us. Long story short, we got blamed and almost got the cops called on us, which cops aren't gonna come for 4th of July to complain about people doing fireworks when they were one backyard fireworks and they weren't big. Anyways, Mr. Mayor wrote a message to my dad that was, unbelievably insulting and now I'm looking for the message. So hold on a sec guys. Oh, yeah. da, 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 da. Found it. This uh, is a text message from Mr. Mayor to my dad. So here we go. It says, I only want to say this once. If your kids want to set off fireworks, have them do it at your house, not across the street from mine. And my dad responded back. 
I only want to say this once. What are you, my father? If you have a problem, express yourself in a civil manner to whoever you have the problem with. There are four adults living in that house. They will listen. And yeah, we will listen. We had my roommate's parents and their family. So there is a whole bunch of people here and videos to show you that we were not doing big fireworks. And I have a video of our neighbor setting one off. So clearly this gigantic firework comes out of nowhere and it's not from us. Like it doesn't matter. Mr. Mayor responded back. I did mention it. First there were denials. Then we only did a few. Then it was the house behind us. Now mind you, this was your renter and your daughter-in-law who wasn't there. As for being a father, and then he, he put an emoji as like, ha ha ha, that emoji with like the squint face. One, a grown man should not be sending an emoji when lecturing another grown man. And then he wrote, P.S. It was a war zone here last night. Try that for civil. It was not a war zone. There's a church up the street from us that sends off fireworks every year. But for some reason, we got blamed for that. The church and the person. And I have videos of the church. Like I was like, Dad, you want me to show videos to this uh, Mr. Mayor? And he's like, no, it's not worth it. Just let it go. Here, here's the kicker out of that man lecturing my dad about being a father. He doesn't have any kids. Who the fuck gets to lecture someone about being a father who doesn't have kids? No, 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 no. So that's what ticked everybody off in the household. My dad is such a saint. He's like, no, be better, be nice to him. He's a lonely old man. Uh, I, I, I'm, I want to be petty as fuck. But that's me. I, I am a brat. So I wasn't petty. I was just quietly ignoring the man for like a year. I just didn't stop to say hello or anything. I just passed by now. I don't want to be stuck with this situation. My brother today <laughs> ran into Mr. Mayor about the car. And my brother's like, yeah. Yeah, let him know. So apparently he doesn't want to deal with the situation either. So now we don't know how the hell we're going to handle this. My triplet sister's like, yeah, just be like, oh, they randomly had to leave. Somehow my roommate was like, haha, fuck you, and left me in that situation. <coughs> Ooh, sorry, guys. That was gross. My bad. <laughs> sorry. So last weekend was my favorite holiday of the year. It's John Williams at the Hollywood Bowl day. Well, it's a weekend. I consider it a holiday because it's my favorite time of the year. If you don't know who John Williams is, he's the composer for everything nerdy and amazing. And I have gone to see him maybe 10 times at the Hollywood Bowl. I can't remember. I've lost track. I just know I pretty much try to go every year. And honestly, I feel like it's such a privilege to be able to see John Williams once a year live. It is a really fun event. If you don't know, I love, love, love the Hollywood Bowl and the old Hollywood feel and John Williams in concert. He used to do two hours of his movie scores, but as he got older, someone else will come out and compose movie scores, not just from his movies. And he'll come out the second hour. When I first saw him, he would do both hours and it was fun. Still fun, still amazing. He's old, I get it, I'm thankful to just be in his presence. My sister and my roommate who just moved out had fantasy football drafting on Sunday at six o'clock. The concert is at 7.30 and I don't live far from the Hollywood Bowl. 30 minutes in traffic, 15 without. I'm in LA, there's always traffic. So we decided to get there three hours early for some fucking reason. They, they didn't want to have to worry about their drafting. So I understood. 
we got there three hours early. We got there in the front. So if you've ever parked in the Hollywood Bowl, you know what is an absolute shit show. But out of the 34 years of my life, I've never parked in the front. I've never gotten that lucky. I've also never been there three hours early. And cars didn't start showing up until maybe two hours before the event. So now I know when to like actually properly show up. But we were there for almost three and a half hours before the event. <laughs> Parking, instead of taking 30 minutes to get out, it took us two seconds. So it was great. The entire time we we're just chit-chatting and they're doing their fantasy football all the way up until almost moments before the concert. So they got their shit done. I was fine. I was high as fuck sitting in the car, futzing around. The reason why I love John Williams at the Hollywood Bowl is not only do they play his music, which I absolutely love. I love listening to Indiana Jones and Jaws and Jurassic Park. Every year I've been lucky enough, they play the theme from Sunset Boulevard, which is one of my favorite movies. Usually they will have a projector up showing scenes or clips. Every year that I've gone, there's always footage to go with the music. Last year was better because they did play better music. They played The Godfather, Lawrence of Arabia. Last year was great. This year, they chose Lincoln uh, for Labor Day, I guess. That just killed the entire audience's mood. We're all like, we're here for Star Wars, not Lincoln, which I guess John Williams did with Steven Spielberg. I guess there aren't a lot of Jews who went to the Hollywood Bowl that night because they played Fiddler on the Roof, which was super random. I don't know why they chose Fiddler on the Roof. Me and my sister were fucking jamming because you can't, there's like this unwritten Jewish law that you can't be Jewish and not watch Fiddler on the Roof. Those things just go hand in hand. Anyways, uh, audience, kind of a mood killer, but me and my sister jamming out to the song Matchmaker, Matchmaker and... I mean, I had a great time, but I was really confused on who, who chose the music because <laughs> they, they, they chose poorly. We did get to hear Indiana. They did play the Imperial March, two songs from Harry Potter, but it just felt like <laughs> this year compared to all the other years. But I mean, I couldn't expect too much. John Williams is 90. I was just happy to be in his presence. It's, it's fun to see thousands of lightsabers glowing and it's fun to be surrounded by all these nerds who are just happy to be listening to some movie scores. Okay, so I have like a little confession. I'm a really big Looney Tunes fan from like the early 40s and 50s. A couple years ago, right when COVID hit, the Hollywood Bowl had Bugs Bunny Night at the Bowl and they were going to play all of the opera songs. I bought tickets and then COVID happened and I got refunded. So... Guess who got to see Bugs Bunny at the Hollywood Bowl still? Me. It, they did a score to Bugs Bunny orchestrating, which, I mean, he there was a Looney Tunes episode where he was at the Hollywood Bowl, so I don't know why they didn't choose that. Somebody did not get their shit together when creating this entire event. Usually there is screens up playing movies or some kind of film footage to go along with the music and this time they only played it for one song and then no other footage and I just thought that was pretty lazy on the Hollywood Bowls part. I mean it is really fun to hear the music but I do enjoy being able to watch it. It just it makes it better. But that's my opinion. I had a really good time. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying this is what I would fix. This is what they did last year and I don't know why they didn't do the same. So that's what happened this week. 
now you guys are all up to date. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting me. I love you guys all so much. This means the world to me. I, I do feel a little lost without the Facebook page. It will come back. I don't want to give up on it. I just got to wait. It might be a couple weeks. It might be a couple months. I don't know. But we just have to be patient. Which sucks dick. <sighs> Sorry. Didn't mean to yell in your ear. Anyways, I'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Thank you for supporting me. Bye.